Just so you know, Yashvi's not coming home tonight. She's having a sleepover. What? She's she's going all the way. Oh yeah, to where? To womanhood. Yashvi's spending the night with Ned, and they're probably going to do it. Thanks, big ears. Uh, meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK and Vaya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast, and we step you through the recent fun episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors. We are in the Melbourne Pirate Net Studios. I'm Vaya. I've got a full deck today. Yes, the last couple of weeks we've had a diminished pod squad, but now we're back up to full capacity. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. Kate. Hey. Who's remued on Twitter. Legal Eagle, Beck Dahl. I'm back. Who, my partner, thought you had a new podcast because I was raving about that I've been getting into the Bechdel cast. <laughs> I did think that when you said yeah, Bechdel because I, mean, I always thought it was Bechdel. So, like the- yeah. so the Bechdel cast is, you know, reviewing movies based on their portrayal of women and KB's like, oh, has Beck Dahl got a new podcast? That's actually amazing, <laughs> and I've never been more thrilled. Beck is from Chicks Talking Footy on Joy FM. Correct, every Wednesday night, 7pm. What a treat that we're all here, back on the wines. I'm out of everything's anonymous. This week, what a fun, relationship-focused week. It's my favourite flavour of Neighbours. I don't know about you girls. I actually had very strong views, and they weren't positive. <laughs> I literally sat at the TV going, oh, oh, every, like. Why? Well, because I hate Ned and Yashvi. Okay. Mainly because Ned is not with me. Okay. Yeah, me too. I, I was jealous of Yashvi. <laughs> no, but it's not It's not okay. But we'll get into it. Okay. CJ? Oh, I really love it, but I... So, the actual... Pro- the first proposition. The second that those words left her mouth, I went, he's too old for you. Back away. Get away from him. <laughs> like, I couldn't deal with it from that point on. Kate, am I discussing the relationship or am I discussing my favourite flavour of Neighbours? Favourite flavour of Neighbours. Oh, favourite flavour is when it's a bit more lighthearted and comedy focused, like the Bachelor auction last week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Neighbours Council business. We don't have a lot. The business, again. Uh, we've got a new member to the Neighbours Council, our Facebook group. It's Jason, who when I asked how he listens to podcasts, he says, in my tractor, Monday afternoons, if I'm working or later in the week. Oh, is Jason single and looking for a wife? <laughs> is he like, yeah, the farmer needs a wife? Because I am up for it. I mean, I don't have those questions on we, the entry where page. Does he, where does he live? Again, I don't like to pry when people join the Neighbours Council. Click through his profile. Come on, come on. Is there I a mean, wedding ring? if you request to join the Neighbours Council at the time of the day when Catherine's answering, <laughs> you would definitely get your little profile looked at. Well, <laughs> J- Jason's a counsellor now. So, Jason, you feel free to answer these questions in a thread if you like. Have you ever had love blossom in the council? Oh. No, oh, I don't not yet. So. And you know, Art of Neighbours has Art of Neighbours has spawned some couples like Sarah and Paul, friends of the show, got together mm-hmm. at an Art of Neighbours function, which is another Facebook group. Wow, that I know of. Maybe people have gotten together. Okay, well, I am up for it, guys. <laughs> I'm happy to be the first one. Yeah. So if there's any, you know, other kinds of eagles, yeah, or um, bir- other birds. I mean, I mean, men birds, you but. Know. <laughs> Yeah, whatever a man bird is. Eagles are Eagles, yeah. Birds, yeah. But if there's anyone in the council, let me know. Yeah, slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Let's chat. Anyway, just search Neighbours Council on Facebook and tell us what vehicle you listen to us from. 
or on agricultural based or otherwise. <laughs> or in. if there's a combine harvester out there, let us know. <laughs> Drive it on through. Other item of Neighbours Council business, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. We are in the 60s of patrons. That's amazing. We have Claire. Thank you. We have Jason. I don't know if it's the same Jason, but thank you. And Paul, Paul Sparks. Oh, my God. Was uh, it Paul Robinson? No, but he joined at Paul Robinson level. So, Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, Paul. So I really appreciate that. Paul, and Be- Becky's available. Actually, I'm, I'm, you know, not off by that you know that people in on patreon can we can talk in the community tab beck you are one of our patrons yeah so they can chat to me oh, this um, is where the love's gonna blossom patreon yep. love Patreon love. how do you find do you enjoy being one of the neighbors patrons it's actually the greatest thrill of my life mm, that's good she's not joking no i'm not actually because you know what brings me such joy yeah because I, I felt bad when i found out she was still giving me money and I'm, now i don't so yeah. <laughs> so we've all come full circle it's fine <laughs> all right now this week, I really loved it. Almost every episode. I wasn't as into Thursdays because it got a bit down the evil twin, evil triplet, mm. weird route. But anyway, Tuesday the 30th of July, we are going to do a deep dive starting with Prego Massage Sex Dream <gasps> I've written here. Yes. Who knew that those words would all be together in a sentence? Our old friend, Dumpster Fire, Ellie's hosed herself down. Mm. She's come back from her stay in New South Wales with her mum. Uh, She's gone the chop in the hair. Yeah, the, the mum the mum chop. It's beautiful. Yeah, the chop is nice. amazing. At least it mixes it up because everyone on Neighbours lately has that medium length wavy hair and now she's got short wavy hair. So that's nice. She's popped, hasn't she, Kate? She has. She looks like she's probably in like her third trimester. And I'm only saying this because she's such a slender woman and also this is meant to be a first child. Normally, you know how fit she is, her core would be like so tight that that actually kind of, and she's tall as well, keeps your baby on the inside basically. But yeah, now she actually looks like she's in the third trimester to me, but she's only 16 weeks. Maybe she just got really excited and just has eaten her way through the first trimester. Mm, Maybe it's what we thought of a long time ago and the baby's much older than that. (gasps) And it's Mm. Brennan's baby. Mm. I like (gasps) it. I like it. Beck, you okay? Well, actually, I wasn't prepared for that <laughs> because I had given up on it being Mark's. Actually, can I just interject one bit there? I've said to you guys before, I had a moment where I popped out of Neighbours and recently I've been catching up on YouTube. So I watched when Josh died. That was actually really difficult for me. And I watched when Kate died. But also Beck, more importantly, has been listening to the Neighbours episodes. That match up with yeah. it, guys. Oh, wow. Squash. Yeah. See, this is why I need a boyfriend, okay? But my point is you just called him Brennan and that's what they used to call him yes, in the old days. Till, like Till they brought additional Brennans in. Correct. So that was a real flashback in my new knowledge and remember of the how past. when Paige kissed Tyler and she accidentally breathed Brennan into his ears? Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. It's not okay. Are you just watching deaths or are you watching lots of uh, Mainly deaths, okay. but also other important events. But the Josh oh. one actually really stuck with me and I'm not over it yet. Do, does okay. that mean, did you miss out on the um, hot air balloon? Yes. Oh, well, oh. there you go. So you, that's what I need to get up with. You have got a treat ahead of you. Ellie has woken up from a sexual dream that she's had about Chloe so that the young people on Twitter and Instagram can make gifts out of it. She bottles it. By the way, it's a massage that's been gifted to her by Aaron. He's, this is the second time this has happened. When mm. The first time it was... Aaron and David, I think it was. They gave it to Ned and B to, re, yeah, to, that's right, to yep. patch up their differences through massage. Whatever happened to the um, day spa at Lasseter's? 
Is that set still in operation? I'd say it might, might have been burnt. <laughs> I find massages a really personal experience mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Like it's not something I'd want to do to reconnect with a lover or emotional dream lover. Not in my auntie's kitchen. Uh, yeah, well, not, least of all. Yeah. Not, how relaxing would having a massage in a brightly lit room that vaguely smells like some Carl's tuna lunch. And durian washing in from the garden. Yeah. And um, also you're shouting at each other through it. And there was a fake fart. I mm. did like when they got the giggles. Yeah, that was kind of cute. That felt very real. Have you guys ever fallen asleep during a massage? Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. Literally like, every time I have one. Oh, see, when I have them, I'm like, you're touching too hard. You're touching too hard. Yeah. I'm just going to be quiet, because, but you're touching too hard. Yeah, same. I'm squirmy. And I've got, got to the, tell them. Yeah, you need to, like, own it. Yeah, yeah, you're paying for it. A good line is, I'm a wuss. I say that mm. a bit. I'm a wuss. Yeah, you could do it before. Now, Kate, you did realise it was a legitimate pregnancy massage table too. Yes. I immediately put my detective hat on when I saw them because I was like, I've had a few pregnancy massages and my physio, they get like this extra thick foam mattress out, which has a big hole cut in it. And it Mm. is so comfortable. Mm. And when you've got a bump, you can't sleep on your stomach and to lie on your stomach, it's like, it's it's, it's, such a pleasure. But the actual bench they're on, I actually thought looked a bit hard. Like to me, uh, you don't want something hard pressing on your your belly because it squashes all your organs. Now, sex dreams. I had this really full on dream about you. After everything that we've been through, I just found it really confronting. And then my subconscious mind started telling me it meant something. And <laughs> People have sexy dreams all the time. Don't read too much into it. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that they are a legitimate barometer of subconscious feelings. Agreed. Because most of the time I have them about people that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd go there if I wake up. It's very, it's very rare that I would wake up and go, oh. I had a sex dream about someone I would never go near. And I'm going to tell them. <laughs> I've actually had a sex dream about, um, I'm not going to name him, but he's an AFL footballer and I legitimately dislike him with a passion. Oh. And oh. then I had a sex dream about him and I didn't know how to feel. Oh. So I think there can be some other things that go on oh, subconsciously. Yes. Can, we get, can we get Dermot's opinions on this? <laughs> it's not that bad, okay. <laughs> No one else wants to weigh in on the validity of I, this? I don't really have sex dreams. No. Really? You like Ellie who says, I don't dream. I, I dream of having sleep. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I don't know, maybe I've just lived them all out. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Humble brag. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't really have them. But no, I have other like emotional dreams, but they're normally, I guess you're right. They're normally to do with what's happening in your subconscious. They're usually, yeah, a, a lateral move mm. from how you really think. So I wouldn't be so free and easy to go, hey, woman I slept with um, the day before I married my husband. Oh, Who's your brother? Yeah. Mm. Guess what? <laughs> but Chloe, as soon as she hears this information, she plays it cool, but in her eyes it's like, we are back on, Chelly's back on, tell Twitter, it's back on. <laughs> I reckon it will be back on. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm for it. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? I can't even cope. Oh, Is it because they're too beautiful? <laughs> I, it's because I feel for Mark. Oh, oh someone has don't to. Don't we all? He, but he came and knocked on the door at the Kennedy house and said, hey, Ellie, just wanted to get rid of get the awkwardness out of the way. And also, Beck, what's shown up in the mail? Oh, God, I thought you were going to bring this up. The bloody annulment. Beck, the flavour of law you practice in is family. Yes. How many annulments would cross your desk? Uh, so I've been a family lawyer for 16 years and I can tell you precisely zero yeah. have crossed my desk because you can't, it's not just filling in a form. 
there's got to be reasons. And most of them are about being tricked into being married. <laughs> That's fun. Or not being <laughs> out of consent to the marriage. They're not about, oh, Soz, my wife slept with my sister. That is not a reason for an annulment. There's, there's no boo-boo? No, you can't <laughs> tick a box that says, oops. oops. <laughs> and what, what annoyed me even more, and I'm the only person that would care about this, is the forms they used on neighbours were actually the forms for something completely different in the family court. What were they for? They were for an application for consent orders. That's like if you separate, you come to an agreement about your kids or your money, that's the form you fill in. They pretended that was the annulment. Also, the family court doesn't send those documents out to you. It's online. Beck, I'd just like to say that that is the type of nitpicking that just makes me live. Wow. <laughs> I was not happy, Kate. I was not. Kate's got some pride in her eyes. So he thinks Ellie's a bit tender because she's processing the annulment coming in. The ink is just dried. And he goes, have lunch with Chloe if you want. I'm cool, man. You, Everyone's fine. Everyone's processing. But don't you think that's just wonderful of him? Like he's just, he's self-actualized a bit. Sort of, but it's a little bit, I felt it was a bit problematic of him because he's like, you can hang out with her as mates. But the minute he suspects it's romantic, he flies off the handle. But I'm not against that because that was just emotions because I think most people would, like forgetting any like gendered part or any um, sexualized gender identity or any mm. any part of it like that, um, I'm just saying like if your ex-wife had slept with your brother or sister and then you thought it was going to happen again, I feel like most people would go, <laughs> And also how many months has it been? Not that many months. Not that many. Well, what did Kate say? How many? It was, it's still in weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. 16 weeks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Also what I enjoy is I haven't been with you guys for a while and CJ's become a Mark Brennan apologist since last time yeah. I was here. No, um, no, no, she's no. always been one. She always was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's just amped it up. I think it's amped up. She also apologises for um, Josh as well. What other shitbags? Drab? You like Drab too, don't you? No. No, Paul. Everybody likes Drab. <laughs> Mainly Paul. He's the posted oh. shitbag child. Well, everyone loves Paul. I mean, I've lugged Mark no, way in. back, but I've never seen this extremeness coming from someone oh. else. We met him at Logie's and he's yeah. so beautiful that yeah, he could changed. do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I've softened to Mark because, yeah, I just... Because yeah. he's beautiful. And he, No, <laughs> I still feel like he's still processing his grief for his beloved friend Sonia. Yeah. Well, someone has to because Toadie's most definitely yeah. not. Oh, We've so much love stuff oh, to talk about. Okay. So round off Chelly. Beck thinks it's going to be on. I reckon it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. I can't picture them in a relationship. And then with a baby. Oh, they're not going to go that far. Because remember, oh. don't forget the ticking time bomb of Chloe's Huntington's disease. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I, I think I read that. a spoiler that that's going to start to come up soon. Oh, well, it's, it's well, it needs to. Yeah. Oh, but guess who is having a crack at... Chloe, but he thinks seems to have missed the boat, is Bachelor Tim. And by the way, the Bachelor's just started back up again in Australia. And I'm, I've got hard eyes for the, the new Bachelor. He's an astrophysicist and he's very lovely. And I'm watching it for the first time. It's like oh, a yeah. reverse block experience this year. <laughs> but anyway, I keep looking at him thinking, yeah, we'll have you on Ramsey Street, mate. Come on in. I actually quite liked him. Me too. But I'm like... Hang on, he was in that madness? Was it as mad in his year as it was this, it's this year? N- it's never not mad. Yeah, mm. that's just But it was also it the is. first Australian one. The key to a good bachelor is you've got to have real warmth and friendliness about you, and he was like that. Mm. And he and Anna had a lovely relationship. Oh, my God, and the most beautiful wedding in Italy. <sighs> okay, and that's how Dr. Astrophysicist is. He's just very kind. 
Also, there was some digital content this week of Matt and Tim doing some exercise without their tops on. Oh, yes, at the shed. So if you don't have warmth for the, him, check that out. You'll, you'll get warm. You'll get hot, probably. <laughs> Sex dreams. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I will make everybody's uh, desires fade a little bit here when I mention B and Milsey. Oh, yeah. Bilzy. Um, oh, hot new um, couple. Um, don't. Hot. I'm, he- I'm I'm okay with it. No. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah, we, we love Milsey. Stop the internet. No, I love Milsey. I'm here for Milsey. Always. What I'm not here for is Milsey shacking up with his previous abuse victim. Well, he shouldn't be living in their house to make this close connection. Granted. Like, it all goes back to that. Can I ask one question? So there was a comment about, oh, everyone will be worried because of the age difference. Yes. Firstly, then they pretended Millsy was 19, which I was uncomfortable with. But no one cared about their age difference when they were together the first yeah, time. this is the first time it's come up. When they were, um, what was his fake name? Patrick. Patrick and B. But literally no one ever mentioned the age difference. Yeah, but no one had met Patrick, remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. But what was? The, what but, do you think the age difference is? Okay, it, it is. So when, when B arrived, she was about 20. What? That, that was... At least a year ago. Mm. On so a good day, I would suggest. 21, 20. Maybe she's getting to towards 22 by now. Finn, Kelly, is in his early 30s. Oh, okay. Oh, 10 years. Who cares? Move Oh, on. so Be- Beck's converted. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. 10 years is nothing. But the terrorism stuff, you're okay with that? I mean, <laughs> I think I'm a bit too forgiving of Rob Millsy Mills because yeah. I've seen him in one too many musicals yeah. and so I can't separate him from Finn. I did find it – I didn't like his joke when B was like, oh, sorry, Uncle Carl, um, I know that there's a weird age difference. But, you know, really Finn thinks he's 19 and then Millsy goes, so really B's the cradle snatcher. <laughs> Yeah, that was not ideal. I mean, I felt uh, last week when the initial kiss happened, I felt a little bit like, oh, this this feels like domestic violence, like she's going back to the abuser and all of that. They have a lot of chemistry, the actors, I think. Like, I think it's quite hot when they're together and, like, you know, there's all sorts of hot going on. I just can't believe that he's getting out and about at the shops and no problems. Like, you think that at least one angry parent would be – Going like the smackdown on him, and I just didn't understand. So they've got they've, had, they've got this clandestine relationship going on. They're having a little makeout session at her work at the garage, which mm. that's that's got to be smelly, greasy. There's got to be some annoying, uncomfortable thing like nuts and bolts to hey, hey. land on. <laughs> she <laughs> loves it though. She did it with Ned at the garage, though. Remember? Uh, I there's mean. also some backs of cars available. <laughs> I, f- I find them more believable together than I do find um, Ned and B together. And Ned and V? No, no, Ned, Ned and, and B. B. Particularly because ah. Ned had been with B's sister. <laughs> they are bored. They're sick of sneaking around. And I just think, are you? Because that sounds kind of fun. That sounds hot to me. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good time. More passion in the garage. Yeah. Do that for six months. Yeah, It's fine. Plenty. That just, that's going to keep the home fires burning. Get out in Carl's greenhouse when he's not around and get <laughs> yeah. it on. Yeah, steam up those windows, Titanic hand on the thing. <laughs> yeah. Gentle scent of durian in the air. Amazing. <laughs> that's what I want. Apricots. But, but Bee's got a solution. She's like, hey, light bulb over the head. I want to go on a normal date in public. And we could. If we went outside of Erinsborough, we can go this afternoon. And she picks an outside park. <laughs> yeah. Where was that park? I couldn't figure it out. Kate, come on. Where was that no, park? No, I can't remember. Did, there were just no visual markers. I was, it, was it bush? It was bush-esque. No, I, it, I feel like it was a suburban park. 
Yeah, they wouldn't want to go to the bush. That might bring up some memories. For her. Oh, yeah, good point, actually. <laughs> Forget again. Don't mention the bush. But also, let's go around the horn. What's a better place you could take a clandestine romance where you wouldn't be found by the rest of the street that's not in plain air? Literally anywhere, but I would start with the movies. I was going to say the movies. You took mine. I was going to say the movies as well. I was also going to say the movies, but you could go to the drive-ins. You could go. That's um, a good one, CJ. Because that's out of town too. Yeah, basically anywhere at night would be good. Out of Erin's breath. That's true, that's true, yeah. (laughs) You could go to like a dark bar in the back. Yes, there's a bar. There's a bar and you have to like open a bookcase and there's a secret room. That would be perfect for this. I've always wanted to go to that. (laughs) Plus, Milsey likes literature. I mean, whatever his name is, Finn. Oh, no, he was a biology teacher. Whoops. Anyway. Nobody taught. He's teaching literacy now. Books would have been involved. Literally anywhere in the city. What? I can understand why they didn't want to go to the city because now Leo and Roxy work in the city. Oh, okay. But also maybe they could have just gone down to the Yarra. Remember where um, Amy would take someone? It's still too open air, I think. Mm. Yeah, but they're going to have roofs. No one's going to find them. I think they're being until, over the top. Until they started going the pash at the front of this bottle Oh, uh, You missed an excellent moment, have, which is when they yep. did a dramatic moment, which to they did, me... They did some role play. Well, to me, it was Rob Millsy Mills and Bonnie Anderson performing. Yes. They were out of character. What was he? He was the manager. Firstly, he was Han Solo. Oh, yeah. And then we <laughs> kicked that to the curb. And then she was a wannabe country singer. And it was very like, oh, Dolly Parton. And she was like <laughs> flicking her hair and he was going to discover her. Not a euphemism. They fully stood up and did a scene. It was, oh, it was brilliant. Hang on. We're talking about that park. I thought that was just the normal Lasseter's Lake Park. No. no. I'm going back to look because it had a lake in it, I'm sure. Yeah, it did have a lake, but it, was, it wasn't. I reckon it's just a different angle of the same Lasseter's Lake. I will do some extra okay. research into this. Please do. But then she gets triggered. Well, I'll never be as glamorous as her. I- I'll get you a-, a brand new wardrobe and a secret jacket. <laughs> oh, but I'd have to curl my hair. Oh, you can't. You can't change your hair. Baby, can't change your hair. And he's meaning it as a compliment, but the problem is, is that he told her not to change her hair when he was her abuser. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, now he would be saying to it, change your hair, cut it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> like your sister. Get a blunt yeah. bob with a wave. And have a lesbian sex dream. Just Whoa. <laughs> a public service announcement, don't ever tell anyone to change their hair. No. It's no. just no one's business what anyone does with their hair, even if it's your spouse. Actually, no, I take that back. I told my partner to cut his hair. Uh, <laughs> But it was getting too long. Yeah, but sometimes but women have to tell men when they have to service and that's their, different. Their, their bodily needs. That's different. He wasn't. Is that a hygiene aspect? No, he was clean. It wasn't a personal choice. He wasn't suddenly like, I'm a long-haired man, mm. which we'd still have to have but a conversation about. you never about. wanted to be with that man no. with the long hair. That no. was not your decision. That was not my decision. Yeah. He was, he'd let it go. Mm. And it looks cuter when it's shorter. Exactly. And, and you had planned to be with a cute person. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So I needed to make sure that plan remained fulfilled. I don't blame you. Long Very hair. different no to Millsy. Very, Very different. different. Point is, B's triggered and now she's like, oh, no, I'm having memories of Patrick. And then they just have to kind of reset and like, oh, no, it's everything's brand new. We're going to just start afresh. But then he says, we're going to have a lot of firsts together. B's like, well, actually, like, this is our first date. And B's like, actually, this is a second for me. This is our second, like, uh, we've been on a first date. And also they're having lots of seconds because she's the seconds from when he was with her sister. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ooh, that's uncomfortable. But also, this time around, he's not pretending to be in a wheelchair all the time as well. Oh, yeah, that was probo. I mean, they, they can go down the park. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't have gone down the park then. Am I the only one that thinks Evil Millsy is coming back? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's coming back. I think it's a ticking time bomb. I want it to come back quick because I'm getting bored of this. <laughs> No, no, I think it's it's going to go on long enough that everyone gets fully sucked into his niceness. But but I think it's going to snap back. I think he's going to get triggered out of it. I, think, oh. I, I don't think it's going to be intentional. I think he'll be going along. I think he, all of this is genuine, but something's going to set like him off. Nasty pasty. Yeah. Mm. Like Jekyll and Hyde. He'll wake up one day from the middle of a terrorism dream and think, oh, what was that? It felt <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're back in Erinsborough. We get a bit carried away. He leans in. They lock lips. Ned, who's in his going out shirt for reasons we'll get to, comes out of the bottle shop. Plink, his champagne bottle drops to the ground and he's horrified. Where were they? I couldn't figure it out. Okay. I felt like they were trying to tell us they were in Fitzroy or Brunswick. Really? Because I just felt like, oh, hang on, are they outside Lassiter's again? But I, Ned had I, to be close to Lassiter's. No, yeah, I think what's happened is... I, some, it, I feel like know, some double doors that are in the Lassiter's set that he just walked out of. You know how Grease Monkeys got sold off? I think this is a new part of that Grease Monkeys strip and this is a new like little shopping strip with a bottle shop. <sighs> Erinsborough does not need additional alcohol, but... Yeah, but being like a rookie mistake, sitting out the front of a cafe. So they've spent their whole day trying to disappear, then they've just come back. Yeah, and then patched in the street. Just kissing a place with walls, guys. What what kind of champagne do you reckon Ned was buying? (laughs) That's what... I was trying to look at the bottle. I paused it and I couldn't work it out. Well, he buys another bottle later, and when I first saw it, I thought it was Mum. The second bottle. But and then I thought, that's cash. a pricey can, bottle. Can we just – Yashvi's like, what, 19? Just get She's 18. Pas- 18. Yeah. Passion pop. She that's, won't know the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be like, oh, this sounds fun. Well, what I've got for me and Beck to drink once we finish this bottle is pink. Correct. Yeah. Or like apple juice is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. some snacks. The sass from CJ. <laughs> Um, all right, because we need to move to Ned V. All right. Big, yeah. big week for them. V plates. It's all about the V plates. I was about to Ned drop the V plates line. And V. That's the name of the episode. Okay. There's a, there's a lot in this. I'm actually really uncomfortable with what's yeah. about to happen. <laughs> uncomfortable? Like, as uncomfortable as um, when Puffy had his euphemism chat No, with- because that was my favourite part of the whole okay. episode. We're going to strip gonna this down. Wash that salad. Okay, make this comfortable for me. Fam. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Yashvi's come into a bit of money because she performed a murder tour of Erinsborough. Finally. Thanks someone's God. done it. Yeah. How's she going to use this money? She wants to spend it on her relationship with her 27-year-old boyfriend. Mm. He suggests... I mean, stop getting some new footy boots. But <laughs> Exactly. Something useful. Kate, what do, do you remember what Ned suggested they spend the money on? No. Does no. anyone remember? No. no. He goes, how about we... I can't even... How about we hire a boat? <laughs> <laughs> on the Yarra! <laughs> Go down the oh Yarra. Oh, my God. How much money does he think does she he, made? Do you think he meant booze cruise or oh, ro- rowboat at Studley Park? I think rowboat at Studley Park. It's not okay. The Yarra River is Melbourne's main water course that runs through the city. It's a it's um, brown. It's a lovely shade of brown. It's, it's gross as. Um, well, no, it's, there's parts of it which are really it's actually lovely. It actually reflects like the silt and the mud that's in it. It's, it's not It's dirty. meant to be brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's legitimately it's brown. A, it's Australia. I mean, you've seen it. when it's they have the, the, the shots on the, the banks of the Yarra. We don't need no pr- beautiful blue Sydney Harbour. No. We don't need it. 
No. We're comfortable in our appearance. We're, we're genuine people <laughs> wearing black. And Ned is one of us. Yeah, they yeah. fished the body out of the Yarra. It's fine. We've or, got culture. Or, or more often they didn't find the body. <laughs> Along the Yarra. So Ned, shel- like we shelved that idea. Yashvi's got a better plan. She wants to book a hotel room at Lasseter's. What for? As she says, to kick the footy around. Cute little euphemism. Ugh. Kick oh, to kick. Now, so, someone giving her the talk because that's a weird euphemism. Yeah. Does she know how it works? I felt it was a nice throwback to Aaron and David kicking the foot. Oh, Aaron and Nate. Or Christos oh. and Nate kicking. Oh, kick, to kick. kick to kick. Yeah. Mm. We are uncomfortable because Beck and I have special feelings for Ned Willis. Correct. <laughs> and they were getting tested on Tuesday. Yep. That is for sure. And let alone... Friday, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thurs- that, the feelings of when I saw Yashvi on Thursday in her full school uniform, I was like, this is all very Ugh. wrong. And, okay, again, the caveat, as long as it's consensual and all parties are of age, go for it. Doesn't mean I can't think it's gross. Correct. Yeah, we reserve the right to be icked out by Ugh. it. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of her for taking control of the situation. Extremely proud of her sex-positive attitude. Yeah. That's good. Very proud. Until you, Thursday, then I was yes. not. I just don't get why they didn't go to Teresa's house. Like they're going to care that, that he's got a girl in their room. That is oh, the least of the shit that's going on in that house. She spent 150 bucks on that. I'd but, much rather go to a hotel room than my partner's step-auntie's house. Yeah, well, he, you're dating the loser who lives with his... Um, <laughs> uh, excuse step- me, Ned Willis is not a loser. He is a wonderful man. He sometimes tests... That. Do you know what he's becoming? What? A toolie. Oh, yeah. 100%. Explain oh, yeah. that. CJ, explain that. All right. So after the final year of school finishes, it's popular for students to go on holiday and make bad choices. Often to the Gold Coast where we went for our Logies ep- and, episodes. Yeah. And it's called? Schoolies. Schoolies week. Yeah. So originally Schoolies was just the Gold Coast, but then now Schoolies is a term for the actual just going on holidays and drinking too much and making bad choices. And there is people, mainly men, although Vaya's done it. What? Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> who go to schoolies as adults while there's um, – and Vul- Vulnerable young people. What are you, talking, what did you, you drag went, my you went, character through the mud for? You went to the Gold Coast once when they were there, right? No. I went – my nana lived on the Gold Coast. <laughs> so I went to That's what they all say. <laughs> don't stand so – I should be so lucky. I thought, uh, no, no, okay. Vaya has not done it. I did not mean that. But I was, I mean, she may have done it. I may have been at the Gold Coast in and around that time. Picking up unconscious 18 year old boys. (laughs) (laughs) No, me and my nana were watching the Greek soap operas. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a fine alibi. We were watching Your Honor, watching Ilumpsy. Together and that's that. It's amazing how she can recall that such precise details. <laughs> Would that raise some suspicions in your 100%, mind? That's when you know it's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so we're I totally... only made out with one guy. Oh, <laughs> was he conscious? It wasn't during schoolies week. Oh Ms. Pashos answered this question. It wasn't she? during schoolies week. My friend Kat was with us. Mm. She's a bad influence. She and is. it was at this like bar where it was like they people danced on the bar. Okay, what's the name of this bar? It was called like Electric Avenue or something. Oh, <laughs> Vaya is the Ned Willis <laughs> of the Gold Coast. Now we know the song that we're fading out to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone she was above too. Everyone was above board. So well yes she's above board. But she's just also at school. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, so the concept of a toolie is somebody who's not at school. Yeah. Older. Older. Hanging out with people in a sexual way yeah. that are just out of school or at and school. very drunk. Yeah. Yes. Yashvi is legal, barely legal. Yep. I mean, that's stressful. That is stressful for me. It's really stressful. I he because there is a power dynamic at play. Mm. I appreciate that everyone's taking control of their identity here and she goes and books the hotel Pierce gives her a discount, weirdly. That was the weirdest <laughs> like you would think Nad, Nad and Yash, Nad. <laughs> Nad. I'm going to call him Nad. Ned and Yash be having sex with the weirdest part. No, no, for me, mm. it was Pierce offering the friends and family discount. Well, to be fair, she was the family of Lasseter's yeah. last year. Mm. True, but how did Pierce even know who she was? He's, he's seen her hanging around Chloe. At that no, moment, no. I thought, hang on, does Pierce own Lasseter's now? Yeah. And is he authorised to be giving out friends and family discount? I don't know. I, they, would, I would believe him. He's got so much money that I'm sure that they're all just willing to yeah. do whatever he says. But also, he does own part of it, I believe. Yeah. She has a chat with her mum to say, not going to be home tonight, mum. Mm-hmm. Now, what I used to do is back then I was doing comedy and my friend Joe and I would be like, well, I'm staying at Joe's house or I'm staying at my friend Mel's house in the city because we've got to go to comedy venues. And often I would just be staying at my friend Mel's house. But that planted the seed for when I did need an excuse. I actually thought that was – I thought Dippy handled that spectacularly well. She basically said to her mum, I'm going to do it with Ned. And her mum said, you know what? It's going to be a bit shit. Wear a condom. And they'd already um, established. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but. and they did you know, a few weeks ago discuss putting Yashvi on the pill. Oh, she did say, I know you're on the pill, yeah. but you should still use a condom, great. which is great because Pati- it's not just pregnancy, guys. It's sexual health as well. Pa- particularly with Ned. Ned. Jesus. Oh, people. Hey, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, love Ned, but potentially but he, riddled. He did, he did get together with someone in a crime gang once. You, you need full body protection, I'm sure. <laughs> But also, it doesn't matter how many people they've slept with. Yeah. Yep. He, he could be very virginal and they should still use a condom. What an excellent community service announcement. But I thought Dippy hand made it not awkward. The first time is, it's, it's not that great. I mean, how good were you at making a latte the first time you use a coffee machine? It's not like steaming milk, Mom. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's much more complicated. Oh, I'm leaving. No, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. I know you're on the pill. But you still need to use protection. She, she was, was wonderful. very chill about I, it. To be honest, I thought Yashi bringing it up made it awkward. That's the thing. So that's the thing. I felt like all of the chats that she had with her mum and dad were valid and mature and really refreshing, that it was sex positive. However, I did feel like they should have been having those chats with maybe Kersha. It just felt like she's 18. She's a legal adult. She doesn't need mummy and daddy telling her to, to wash the lettuce or whatever the hell. I felt like... Kirsch is the one they need to sit down and have these sex positive chats with. Oh, Kirsch is very Kirsch intelligent. Is a long I way think off. she yeah. I think she can manage it herself. She did, <laughs> she did deliver the line of the episode. Because then she goes home and Puffy offers to make her a sandwich. Yes. Because you know why I love this moment? Because it was about consent. I really appreciate it. Puffy that. was giving her a lesson in consent. He said, sometimes someone gives you a sandwich and halfway through eating it, you decide you don't want the sandwich anymore and that's okay. You don't have to eat the rest of the sandwich. And I was like, amen, Puffy. Amen to you. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about sandwiches is uh, sometimes you think you really want one, but then you get halfway through it and you realise it's um, a bit too much. But, you know, it is okay to change your mind, you know. You can just say, no, thanks, and just leave it there on the plate. Even though... sex and carbs. 
Correct. <laughs> Even though I couldn't relate because I've never gotten halfway through a sandwich and regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and very few have. But then he, then he got into food safety and handling and... We should talk about food safety. You need to wash your lettuce and your cucumber and you probably should wear rubber gloves. Oh, Dad! Handling. Stop it, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to disagree. I think that 18-year-olds can still have these conversations and they might still need their parents. Here's the thing, I agree with you. But it's it you still weirds like, me out. Yeah, yeah. Because, no, I think I think it is weird. <laughs> my mum was always very sex positive. I've told the story before about how she put condoms in my suitcase when I went to France. Yeah, she, and she, I was horrified. Yeah. And she was desperate for me to talk to her about sex. She's like, "Oh my god, are there any boys? Are there, you know, what's going on? Whose house are you staying at?" I'm like, "Shut up, my friend Mel's. My friend Mel's. <laughs> already um, talked about it." And to the point where the first time I brought my boyfriend home, which happens to be my current boyfriend again. She said, oh, well, I'll, I'll make the spare room up because it's got a double bed in it. And I was like, <gasps> no, mum, he's sleeping on the floor. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, so you could do it in their spare bed but not your bed. I had a single, I had a king oh, single. Okay. Well, that was actually quite kind of her. Yeah, but I did not want anyone picturing anything going on in that. That's the thing. I can't picture ever wanting to involve my parents imagining anything. Also back to like Ben and Finn. Sometimes a single bed. The, the Sometimes a mattress in the back of a panel van. Yeah. <laughs> More attractive. Than a weird than, park. Than the, the, when the bed that everyone knows about, you know? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then V shut it down. Also, she was packing her overnight bag in the lounge room, which I only do when I've got a big overseas trip coming and I've got to take the whole room to spread everything out. What, how far do you think Lassiter's is from their house? Like 10 min walk? Less than, yeah. Mm. It does seem to change. And sometimes people need taxis. Some people drive there. Sometimes people like get there within two minutes. Sometimes it takes half an hour. Since moving to the suburbs, I feel very much at one with Erinsborough's geography because I walked past a community centre the other day. There's a high school. There's a supermarket. Like like it's all within, yeah, a 10-minute walk. But you wouldn't need to pack your overnight bag in the lounge room is the moral of the story. I mean, if it was my first night with Ned Willis, I might have a few outfit choices. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hello. I did also enjoy there was a really sweet moment where he got nervous because he felt the pressure of taking the V plates. I'm a bit nervous. Oh, don't tell me it's your first time. No, but it is yours. That's a bit of pressure. I wonder how many V plates he has on his Ah! bedpost. A lot. (laughs) I don't blame him though. Quite the pressure. She's an athletic lady. But then she gave a bit of shit about that, didn't she? She was like, well, you better be good. I loved all her sense of humour throughout this. More people should laugh about this sort of stuff. And right to the point where he's like, all right, well, I'll bring the champagne. She goes, I'll bring the handcuffs. Oh, see, she lost me there. Oh, see, it was on Thursday. I just thought, you're really immature. I can see why your parents are concerned about you. Is that when she started telling everyone about it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, he was great, if you know what I mean. When she said to Harlow, hi, I'm Yashvi, nice to meet you. I had sex with Ned. Yeah. I mean, not quite, but that's effectively. And he was great. I mean, he would have been. I don't know. I was 100% Yashvi in the classroom. I would have done all of those things. I probably would have thought, you're pretty immature. Yeah, and you would have thought other things about me. (laughs) And they would have been true. And no, I reckon that was spot on girl next day. I was just mainly jealous because I put myself in the crush, the crush zone of that Yashvi was in. When At one point when she said, I've liked you for ages. I'm like, yeah, and usually you have to keep liking the person because they don't return the feelings. So I was just jealous that he did and they did. Oh, and then they did it. And, and then they, they did. Oh. So well, firstly, he, he so witnesses Bilzy kissing. Bilzy. And then it learns that Yashvi had put on that dark tour 
and he stands her up, poor sweet thing. And, oh, she, and then she goes crying to her dad for chocolate cake. Oh, I was like, vodka, love, vodka. And I did appreciate that Puffy didn't fly off the handle and go tearing down the street to go bash Ned up because that's often what the men of Erinsborough would do. You didn't sleep with my daughter. <laughs> yeah. So that probably wouldn't have been a good look. He'd probably been going, thank God yeah. for this situation. He actually handled it very He's well. going to break her heart. She'll dump him and bang. It was a school night. Sorry, that just occurred to I me. I couldn't figure it out. That's inappropriate. I was okay with all of it until then. No, you don't go for a school night to lose your virginity no. in a hotel room. Well, maybe That's the cool. uniform is part of this whole process. Oh. Also, she doesn't make that much money. She needs weekday oh, rates. Weekday rates. Oh, yeah, true. Why are they not getting a free room? He works there. It's true. He's also Teresa's yeah. stepson. Hey, Arnie Teresa, I need to... Take V plates off my girlfriend. Can I get a freebie? And she'll like, go, oh, because she's so into that relationship, Therese. Oh, yeah, she gave him a little. So, like, oh, it's not my daughter. Go for it. <laughs> I am not here for any of that relationship. Me, me either. They are obviously delightful performers. Mm. They've got a nice rapport. I like when they actually play literal kick to kick. But I'm not, I don't co-sign on this. I think because he's also in the big brother mode with like Piper and that. And Yashvi's younger than Piper. Yeah. And he he did feel like he had a brotherly concern about Yashvi for a long time. Mm. I was going to say, I thought it was maybe just me and Vaya who have feelings <laughs> for Ned Willis that maybe we were jealous. But he, I think he infantilizes her. I don't like that whole football thing. I think it's really patronising kind of behaviour. Also, he dated her teacher. Yeah. So in the class, was it Thursday? Yeah. In the class, that occurred to me while she was banging on about how she'd had the intercourse last night. (laughs) And I suddenly went, oh, he slept with your teacher. That's, oh. That's not cool. It's not cool. See, the thing is, though, all that would have to have happened for this relationship to not feel weird, because she is of a consenting age, she's an adult, is for her not to be at school. Yeah. Yeah. And she's repeating it well. If she was at TAFE or something. Yeah. It's, it's suddenly like, like, of course you're going to make a bad decision when you're 18 or, and, it, and, you know. Or if she'd just got a 55 enter score and gone and done something. Yeah, Instead just, of like getting she, not she failing can, or whatever, happened. she can still work at the yard in her parents' cafe. Yeah, she uh, picked up an extra shift. Actually, yeah. <laughs> is she what could, she said. She could be like it could be Yashvi's nursery. Yes, oh, that's a great Aww. idea. No, didn't she try and do a sh- like shift there and she was terrible? Toadie yelled at her. She could yeah. learn, but, but Toadie yeah. has some shit going. And Toadie needs some staff now, probably. Um, I wonder what's happening down there. But also, if if Amy's running Robinson, whatever it is, Robinson Heights, then. No, no qualifications necessary for anything. It doesn't need to be the handywoman. Yashvi could just run the handywoman. Can I just make a minor Amy comment? Yes. Uh, one moment that gave me life this week uh, was when Kyle put his hand on Amy's shoulder when she was in the car. I didn't notice that. <gasps> what do you mean? Oh, my God. So, actually, one of them was in the car. I can't remember which one it was. They were talking about Paul being attacked and Kyle was being supportive. I think it was... Amy was in the car, Kyle was outside the car, and he put his hand on her shoulder, and then she put his hand on his hand. And I went, (gasps) I have to rewind that. I love those two together. They are the best. And I did not watch when they were together. They were the best when they were together. So this is a dream for me. It's less romantic now that she's boned his dad. Ugh. That'll take the shine off. Gary Canning. Maybe they don't have a sexual relationship. Amy and Gary. That would be, yeah, maybe they don't. How are they going to get the baby? Oh. Well, he doesn't want well, one anyway. The old-fashioned way in a clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so just to round off all of that, later in the week, Ned sees the light, realises the good thing he's got going on with Yashvi, 
gets another bottle of champagne, goes back to the hotel. Her sp- self-esteem is low enough to agree to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spreads the rose petals. I would. I would. <laughs> no, I would too. Yeah. And he wow. yeah, what, scatters you, the you, rose petals. You wouldn't complain that the room smells like your grandmother? Oh, that was weird. That wasn't was weird. It? Yeah. Well, my grandmother didn't smell like fresh roses. Are they talking about Angie? Because I don't think she smells like roses. Can understand. Surely it. she was talking about Angie. I was very uncomfortable in the moment when Ned lifted up the bed or the runner. Yeah. What do you call it? You know, materials. Right, yes, cake. Runner. runner. Yeah. And there was a slow motion bit of the rose petals I going over it. Yashvi's. Oh, I, I liked was not it. there for that. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm, God. At least you need me to leave. I've never been more confused about <laughs> anything in my no. whole life. I felt sorry for whoever's taken Andrea's role because they're going to be picking up all these little dried up you know, rose petals off yeah. the floor. And thinking about the guy that's always up in Teresa's office and never doing his job downstairs. <laughs> well, it turns out he's doing his job downstairs now. <laughs> well, apparently. What happens afterwards? How does she describe the event there? It's amazing. Oh. Dad, it was amazing. Oh, I mean, my God. It 100% wasn't. I think it's a problematic narrative to always assume the first time is bad, like everyone was telling her. No, maybe she was just going, it was amazing not to have to share a room with Kersha. <laughs> and, well, and, yeah. and or Nelly. <laughs> and the dog. That's essentially the deep dive done. But there were some developments this week with young toadfish Rebecca and Dee Bliss. And I love it. It came to light that Dee is falling back in love with Toad. Because Dippy snooped through the diary. And she's like, oh, I'd never do this. And I'm like, hang on, I'm pretty sure we've seen you do it before, Dippy. Yeah, Dippy would do it again in a heartbeat. This is when the, the bloody diary was on Coos's couch as well. Inappropriate place to leave your diary. Mm. Yeah, put it under your pillow. Yeah. Ellie's pillow. Ellie's back now. Where's Ellie staying? Oh, that's actually a great point. Oh, well, this is how Chelly's going to happen. <laughs> she doesn't have a bed. Well, you, you, you missed tonight's episode, didn't you, CJ? I haven't seen tonight's, no. Well, Dee was talking about how she um, wants to just find a short-term rental apartment in Erinsborough, which I love, so she and Toad can just be mates. But is she – she doesn't feel like the old Dee to me. I said to my mother, who I made watch a bit of Neighbours with me when she was recently in Melbourne – it's like Dee's on an LSD trip constantly. And she wasn't like that. No. Like, old Dee was like a woman. She knew her place in the world and she was out to get it. And now she is like, she's high as a freaking kite all the time. Which could just be the environment she's lived in for the last but decade. Also the brain injuries. The, oh, yeah, the Dee we knew was 16 years ago. People grow up a lot in that time. And I, I believe that's what's happened. I don't feel like she's matured. I feel like she's just gone on a spiritual journey. One part of this. So Dippy is really worried that Toadie might just be suddenly taken by Dee or something. And she might become homeless. This is probably at the end of it. But also that's... That was her plan when she unearthed all the information is she wanted to reunite Toadie. You are right there. And also she's just not providing Toadie with any agency and I don't like that. But the other thing is, is who is to say, and Dippy's not somebody to say she hasn't been through this who is to say what is and isn't appropriate when you're grieving mm. i actually forgot about sonia last <laughs> week though. whoa actually, like yeah i know that's controversial but i literally forgot sonia existed i thought in my head toady had just been heartbroken for 15 years yeah i really loved the scene where he found out d was harboring feelings or the feelings were resurfacing and he broke down because he wasn't emotionally ready to transition from Sonia back to D, from Dead Wife One do two back to Dead Wife One. Yeah. And I really enjoyed seeing the complicated emotions he experienced. 
because it would have been so easy for them to have just gone, yay, everything's fixed. Yeah. Um, my grief is over. Grieving you was one of the hardest things I've ever done. When we were just kids, we hadn't even had a day together as husband and wife. Sonia and I, we had a life. I can't ask you to wait for something that I may never be ready for. I'm sorry. Are you guys pro D and Tony? Yep. You know, tonight he described her as the bright spot of his year. Oh. Okay, and now I feel differently. I'm pro D and Tony, but not in 2019. D oh. and Tony 2020, maybe. It's a long game. Yeah. I, look, I, I mean, I reckon you hear every now and then someone being like, oh, so-and-so, you know, remarried quite soon. Like it's something, you know, this is something that people throw shade at frequently. It's usually men, by the way. Mm. It, it <laughs> is, yeah. But the thing is, is that sometimes, like when your dog dies and you go and get a puppy next week, <laughs> it happens. So Dee's his puppy. Kind of. In a way. Okay, yeah. say the whole Andrea situation didn't happen. Say we just had the sad story of Sonia dying and then suddenly a few months later... D miraculously pops back into his life. People would be celebrating this whole thing. We're just yeah. we're all tainted by Andrea. Yes, but but also I still think it's too soon. Not because I do think, and a lot of the time you do see it with long term illnesses that the surviving partner moves on quickly because they've essentially grieved the relationship already. But I feel like Toadie actually is traumatized by the fact that Sonia was diagnosed so fast and his whole life was turned around within mm. a month. And I just don't think he's gotten treatment for his trauma. Yeah, I don't think it's fair on D actually because yeah. he's he's not back in his normal state of mind. No, but that, I, that wouldn't I, be I, a healthy I support them being together. But also, and I didn't see tonight's episode, but it sounds like he was able to communicate all of this. Yes. Yeah, and that's what I feel Dippy was trying to like take from him and I feel like he had the agency to communicate mm. this mm. to his dead ex-wife um, to say like I'm not, I can't do this and she was able to from what you're saying, say, well, let's be friends and then that move on rather than just like trying to make sure they didn't go for a walk together. Like, you know. Also, basically, they've got the seal of approval from beyond the grave when she said, when Sonia's like, need to see if this is D or not. To be fair, Kate, Mm -hmm. earlier we mentioned a park that was on Neighbours that you weren't sure where there was, right? And it's going to bother you until you know where that park Mm. is. I'm sure it's just the the Lasseter's Lakes from a different angle. Imagine what it would be like dying, not really <laughs> being sure about this like thing that you don't know. Sonia's never going to know. I'm not 100% convinced by Dee and Tony. Tony is a grown-up and needs to make his own bloody choices. Mm. And I actually do think it's time that Dippy and Puffy house-hunted a bit yes. further afield. Yep. Between their daughter's virginity and Tony, <laughs> they've had a bloody big week. Mm. I think they forget who they're parenting and who they're not parenting. Mm. Well, that's true. Actually, also, selfishly, for story reasons, I want him to have a fling that doesn't mean anything with an Amy or, you know, or with a one-night stand at the back lane Not Amy. Amy's like, oh, she's a clinger. She'd be the worst clinger. Yeah, that's why it would be fun. But I just, I think he needs to have a fling that doesn't mean anything to him to get that out of his system. Because has he ever really had that in his life? Like, Toadie strikes me as a major monogamist. Mm. Boomer? No, Kat Milosevic, they had a relationship, Kelly Katz oh, Yeah, okay. I think he's yeah, I missed had, it. I think he's been a relationship mm. guy. My favourite bit of seeing him with Dee is just all the kind of small things that she says that you go, oh, hang on, yeah, Toadie, you should have seen that Andrea wasn't right. Yes. Like even down to the wrestling figure in his office, she's yes. like, oh, what's this? Yeah. And then they went back to the prison and mm. oh, Dee yeah. kind of made peace with the fact that she's not going to have a relationship with her mother and sister. But then Andrea's like, all right, who's going to help me get out of prison? 
And everyone's like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> I hate Andrea, but I love Heather. <laughs> I'm really back on board with Heather. Me too, because she had a baby she does not remember and then it was taken from her. She's really struggling to Whoa. process her feelings. Let's what push a, her off a, a cliff yeah. and rebirth her as Heather Jelly and bring her back in. Yeah, great, which oh. is her sea change character. Crossover. Mm. Well, citizen or citizen of the week. Okay, uh, for Beck. me, citizen is Ned Willis. <laughs> who I love with a deep abiding passion, but he has done nothing but let me down this week. He let down Yashvi the day she wanted to lose her V plates. I think he let down B because he is too obsessed with what happens to her when she is her own woman. And also that whole flicking the bedspread thing. I'm out. And I'm going to double down on this. Shit is another week, Ned Willis. He used to make me feel excited about my feelings. (laughs) Because womanhood, it, womanhood. Because you know, it's just I'm getting towards the late thirties, and so you're getting towards the end of that bottle as well. He, <laughs> yeah, and he, he found a forty plus woman attractive, and I had hope there. Lauren, I just, you know, the world is my oyster, and now I'm like, okay, he is waiting at the school bus for school to get out. And that's where he's going to find romance. And I Ew. just don't want to, I, want, I don't want any part of this. He used to make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> and now he's ruined it. Uh, I'm going to give Shittazen to Dippy for the aforementioned journal reading. Mm. And then for, again, coming up with a stupid scheme to like plot against Toadie. And like CJ, CJ said, not give him agency in his own life. Mm. CJ. Um, I'm going to go with Shittazen for someone different. We haven't talked about him at all really okay. but i'm gonna go with dr carl oh. your wife is getting treatment and all you had to do was keep things under control <laughs> at your house <laughs> he's not doing that shit's got real and yeah. did you see him look at his phone when he had to put the call into susan that yeah, her, her oh. niece has hooked back up with the criminal they're and harboring that, and firstly they love keeping secrets on neighbors why tell susan when she's getting treatment leave her alone no nah, susan wouldn't give a shit would she? Yeah, she, she loves, loves Milzy. Yeah. Oh no, but there's that. He said it's a lot to take in. He's he knows he's in trouble. He's in trouble. Yeah. He's you know why he's in trouble because he because Milzy's not available anymore. I was going to say <laughs> I thought we're at a real risk that Milzy and Susan could be oh, the yeah, next yeah. couple in the yeah. street. So Silzy. <laughs> oh, that was a four way citizen. Uh, hang on, no, late breaking citizen D because she's delightful. They've got to stop taking tours of the neighbourhood though. Go do something fun. Go to the back lane bar. Take Tony out for a night on the piss. Oh. I wouldn't go to that 100%. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they haven't done that because that was like my first point of call when I wanted to hook up with someone get them drunk. But who should – Shane. <laughs> Shane should be taking him out. Yeah, but no, Dee should get him drunk. Yeah, that's a great point oh. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she should. They need like lose some inhibitions. And, and they yeah. serve alcohol down at that new tram cafe, don't they? Yeah. So they, jar well, cocktails. And, you know, the champagne bottle shop with the cafe out the front. <laughs> Wherever that might be. <laughs> So, yeah, we, we're going to do like a pod on the 82 tram, aren't we? Oh, okay. Yep, sure. Travelling pod. It's probably long enough to get a full pod out on. Yeah, Which let's... one's the 82? I feel like that's something we know. Yeah, it's the Mopo to Footscray. Oh, Mopo. Beck Dahl, thanks for rejoining us. What a distinct pleasure it's been. <laughs> Beck, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, Cheeks Talking Footy on can, the Twitter. Can you spell it? Because it's weird spelling. Is it talking? Let me find out. Beck will look it up. Kate, where are you? I'm at Remued on Twitter. CJ? Uh, CJ the Hot Mess Mama on Instagram and other internet places. Please follow me this week to go to hospital with me. Yeah, CJ's having a health journey. It's taking I a am. turn. Yeah. Okay, at Chicks 
Talkin, T-L-K-N, footy. And I'm Vaya Pashos and we are Neighbours Pod, Neighbours Council on Facebook and NeighboursPod.com is our website, patreon.com slash NeighboursPod. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And I'm still looking for a boyfriend, so that's an option. <laughs> if you drive a tractor, let hit back up. Amen. Or anything, really. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Bye. 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 Electric Avenue and